Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, overprohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Deadline's new Hollywood podcast. Um, well, if you need a reminder, I am Amanda Induka. And I am Dino Ray Ramos, and we are inching towards the end of 2018. Yes. Uh, are and you excited or no? I am. <laughs> I'm like, where the hell did the time go? Like, why are we already in December? Um, but yeah, but for this episode, we have Joven Adepo, who is just killing it. Yeah. Like, on in TV and film, uh, he recently... <laughs> he recently starred in uh, the film Overlord. He's been in Fences. He starred in Mother. He was the in Leftovers. Leftovers. Yeah. And then he's going to be in Ava DuVernay's Central Park Five, which yeah. comes out next year so, on Netflix. Yeah, of course, we talk about that. And mm. we talk about Overlord. And just like his general like resume, he's been working with some really good people. Like uh, being like a young black actor, you've already worked yes. with Denzel. Like he Ava started DuVernay. off, by, basically started yeah. off by working with Denzel and Viola. Yeah, like, <laughs> come on now. Like that's like any actor's dream. And he's doing Jack Ryan, yeah. which, is, which is huge on Amazon. Yeah, um, and he's worked with Darren Aronofsky from Mother. Yeah, we and, mentioned that. Yeah, uh, <laughs> and, and Damon Lindelof for The Leftover. Like, these people, his resume yeah. is already like yeah. he's, he, he's pretty stacked. Yeah, so, yeah. And like you said, he has Central Park Five coming up and Jack Ryan. So it's like he has a pretty. He's good, done. He's yeah. he's, he's, he's not done, but he's <laughs> like he's set. Yeah, 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 yeah he's, no, he's good he's, to go. He's set for the he's set for the next couple years. But mm. yeah, he's I mean he's great. He was very fun to talk to. Mm. We talked about his upbringing. Grew up in London, but mostly. Uh, was Grew up here, in, yeah, 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 in the, in, States, in the yeah. States. But it just really, really nice conversation. Um, he was also a football player. We have yeah, we talked, we yeah, we adventure. talked about him, and then he, talk, <laughs> <laughs> he, he, um, um, he talks about John David Washington yeah. as well because they're buddies. Yeah, and um, so. they talk about he, he he shares a football story about you know him. I guess it's a football story. <laughs> yeah. they, he mentions him, but it's fun. Yeah, yeah. 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 So so here is Jovin. Yeah. Jovan, thank you again for being here and stopping by. Um, so we like to kind of start from the beginning. Um, I, I read that your so you, your mom is Nigerian and your dad is African American, correct? So what what kind of like talk about your how like how what was it like growing up? Um, I mean, there wasn't like anything specific I could say about her being Nigerian and him American. Yeah. You know what I mean? As far as like my upbringing, but the most would probably be because he's a military military mm. uh, veteran. He's Air Force 20 years so oh cool my dad very, was in the Air Force too so, you know, yeah. very very structured <laughs> okay. upbringing, but okay. you know I mean 
it was fun, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. Was there a lot of like that that Nigerian culture? Um, like, was that a lot? Was that a, was there a lot of that growing up? Or not so much okay. because my mom was raised in England. Okay. So, oh, so I mean, okay. whatever you know, as far as like the foods that like Nigerians make and stuff like that, like yeah. we would have that when my grandmother would visit. But it wasn't like a huge part of my upbringing in Maryland. You yeah. know what I mean? I mean, she was born and raised in England. And me and my brother were born in England as well. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's it was more American and maybe somewhat some English stuff. But. Yeah, I read that you said that you were born in England, but mm-hmm. then you connected more to because you. I mean, you moved pretty young, right? I, mean, I spent yeah. most of my life here. <laughs> yeah, so it's yeah. very much an American mm-hmm. Americanized household mm-hmm. by far. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Cool. Yeah. So, like, when did you get the the acting or the entertainment itch? Like, when did that first come about? Um, well, I think I've always been I've always been a fan of movies, and I definitely get that from my father. Mm. You know, my dad was is even still a, a huge collector of movies, and he's a cinephile, and that was something that was just a part of my house, household for as long as I can remember. Mm-hmm. So I'd always loved movies and loved different stories and things like that, but I really didn't find myself looking you know looking into the entertainment industry as a career until maybe my junior year in college mm. and that was just because i had a desire to to venture into creative writing mm. and which kind of you know segued into screenwriting mm-hmm. and that was why i actually ended up moving to los angeles so the whole acting thing didn't really come about until i actually got here and my aunt she had like a small boutique agency that she was you know starting and she was just like well i mean you're here Mm -hmm. and you're staying with us while you're getting established you know i can just submit you for stuff and i was like okay yes that'll be cool (laughs) you know so it definitely wasn't something that i set out to do when i first moved here but i had done plays in high school and for the church when i was younger so Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i wasn't like it was just like blindly jumping into completely new thing but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. as a career absolutely it was mm. it was definitely like a weird turn of events yeah was um, there a particular movie that kind of stood out to you like when you were growing up that you were all oh my god i kind of want to do that oh man it was probably like anything denzel related oh okay mm-hmm. absolutely if i could pick one it would maybe be mo better blues mm-hmm. it's like one of my all-time favorites of his and that was one of my dad's favorites so that would, would have probably been the movie that i was like man this dude he's like He's killing it. He's in yeah. everything. When yeah. you're a child, you know, I didn't really know who Denzel was until I got older. But mm-hmm. you know, that was he was definitely a big, a big uh, influence on me wanting to pursue the art. You started out in political science, mm-hmm. right? Okay, and then just well, so how like was that something that that you wanted to do for a long time, and then just or was it just one something that like maybe I guess in your mind was more practical for you to to pursue? Well, I was a philosophy. Um, I'm sorry, a psychology major when I first you know, enrolled in enrolled in school, but it was like we had to do, as far as like, you know, the, the curriculum of getting that degree, you had to do like a lot of math and I hate mm. math, mm. I hate numbers. Yeah. So I was like, I'm gonna change my major to something where you can write papers instead of taking tests. So <laughs> that kind of, you know, shifted to political science with a minor in philosophy, but I wanted to be a journalist. Oh, okay. I was playing, I was playing football in school. I, was play, I played running back for three years, but I wasn't touching the field other than practice. <laughs> I was like, okay, I should probably, you know, put my efforts elsewhere. So, I'm, man, the, the truest definition of a bench warmer. But... Oh we just had a bench warmer on here. Yeah, we were like, John David Washington was. Yeah, like, that's my boy, J.D. Yeah, 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 man, yeah. he wasn't a bench warmer. He, he, he played in the NFL. Yeah, he so said. He, but he said he played, his he, position was bench warmer. Yeah, he was like, he said no. left bench. He's just been, he's been humble, which I totally appreciate. But I was, I was in New York a couple weeks ago. We were having yeah. dinner. We were talking about 
it. I get the bench more with that. You played in the NFL, the National Football League. It's kind of different. I was in college and I was a practice dummy. It was a little different. But no, but shout out to John David. Yeah, yeah. But no, like, uh, yeah, I, I wanted to be a journalist. I was writing for the school paper. Oh, nice. Which that's how you know right there, because you can't like be writing on school paper and be playing football. Too. <laughs> <laughs> you both? Yeah, you know, it's twenty four hours in. What was, your, what was your beat in the school paper? What were you writing about? I was doing like the sports stuff. Oh, oh cool! Okay, which okay. was so weird because you know we had a guy who played a running back as well, but he was like our star, mm -hmm. and he ended up going to the NFL and playing for the Steelers. His name is Isaac Redman, but like I ended up doing like a featured piece on him when he actually got drafted and it was so weird because I was trying to talk to him as a journalist and he was like Javon like this is kind of weird you know what I'm saying <laughs> but yeah so that's yeah. how I kinda, that was oh, what God. I wanted to do yeah. writing for I, I wrote for my college paper too it's like it's like you think it's the most important thing. I mean, at the time, <laughs> at the time yeah. <laughs> I mean, like I, I wrote reviews and stuff. I remember my first piece was a review of Janet Jackson's All For You album. Yeah. yeah. Nice. And you're like, this is my moment. I'm going to show people what I'm all about. Trust me, I totally get it. Um, so like right out the gate, you know, you have worked with amazing people like Denzel Washington and Viola Davis for, mm -hmm. for Fences, Darren Aronofsky for for mother mother exclamation <laughs> point <laughs> oh, oh, damon damon lindelof for 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 uh leftovers jj abrams for overlord and then ava for for upcoming that's all that's all that's <laughs> i mean how that's has a, it been to like kind of be thrust into this world with like such luminaries i've been very fortunate yeah <laughs> you know what i mean I, I definitely do not take any of these opportunities for granted because it's a very tough industry. It's mm -hmm. incredibly competitive. What I've what I've come to to learn and accept is that you know, with any given part, you know, if you're lucky to get the part, it's great. But you got to understand, there's probably like a hundred other guys who could have done just as good a job as you did, mm -hmm. or you know, or done the same role and been just as efficient. So when you actually get the opportunity to work with these filmmakers and these and these writers and these projects, like you have to, you know give it your all because mm -hmm. nothing is ever guaranteed in this business yeah. so yeah. i've i've really you know relished in the opportunities and really you know been appreciative of, of everything that i've been doing yeah and the the projects are like are so different mm -hmm. but um and and uh, like these like working with them what have you learned like from i, I don't want you to go down the list but mm -hmm. yeah go down the list if you want <laughs> but like with these 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 veterans and these like very kind of they have distinct visions but what have you learned from like working with such you know icons i guess you would say well, i've been really fortunate that the people that i've been able to work with are like open books when it comes to you know in their you know respected opinions like mm -hmm. how to navigate the business but i think just the through line for all of them was to really enjoy the journey mm -hmm. you know i think we are we are all different as far as what we can bring to characters and and projects so me reaching out to each each one of them and asking them like what do, what would you advise as far as like somebody who's still relatively new not crazy new but mm -hmm. you know still mm -hmm. trying to find his his footing and they were just like you just got to keep your head down and and follow projects that you're passionate about mm -hmm. and what you want to do you're the person that really determines you know your worth in the industry you know you have to rest in that faith that what you want to do is what you're going to be able to do you just have to keep working hard mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. that's basically how I navigate as far as what jobs I'm, you know, pursuing and what roles I want to play. I just, mm -hmm. you know, stay confident in what I think my abilities are and try to 
you know, highlight those. At this point, do you do you feel like you have more control over the projects that that you want to that you do or you you want to be a part of? Mm, I'm not sure. Okay. I, I haven't like gone into like generals, you know, the general meetings or auditions mm-hmm. any, or anything like yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, now they know what's up. <laughs> you know what I mean? I never <laughs> yeah, feel yeah. that way. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I go into every room like with an incredible amount of nerves. Yeah. Just because I want to continue to to build a reputation around around the industry of, you know, of doing good work and mm-hmm. and being sincere and truthful in my in my performances. So, I think there will always be a certain level of stakes that I'll have going into any room. If it's an audition or if it's just a meeting, I'm mm-hmm. still going to be try, trying to do my best to be, you know, open and transparent and, and you know, showcasing the best version of myself mm-hmm. to, to do the job. Do you have certain projects that you, maybe you tell your reps, like, I want to do this, these kind of things, like these kind of roles? All the time. Okay. Mm-hmm. All the time. There's okay. way too many to, like, go down the list. Yeah, but, you yeah. know, I could be, you know, I'm a night owl, so I'll usually be up really late watching movies. And if I see, like, a performance from one of my favorites... I'll send like a link of that, you know, from a scene from that movie that's mm-hmm. on YouTube and send it to my agent. He's like, this is the type of shit I want to be yeah, doing. Yeah. That's what I want to be doing. And they know that, you know, I drive them crazy and sometimes it's fun to do that. Like, <laughs> yeah. oh, it's 2.30. I'm like, why am I even answering? <laughs> but you know, yeah. you know, you're passionate about what you're passionate about. Yeah, exactly. And I've always been like that. I've been with, you know, my, my reps for quite some time now. And I think they know me mm-hmm. more than anybody else in this industry. So they know how I am. Yeah. They know what I expect and you know, they expect a certain type of work from me as well so that we can keep the relationship going, so. What was the last, what was that last movie that you sent them that you saw? The last movie that I sent yeah. to them was, the last movie that I sent to them in like form of like an email was, wasn't even like a new one. It's mm. been out for forever, it's The Devil's Advocate. Oh, oh, I just watched it? that movie oh, on Netflix. Yeah, that's I what I'm saying. It, it was on yeah. Netflix, and I was like, "Yeah, I forgot that, about Netflix that movie." Bring some heat now. Yeah. Bring the, you know, the older movies yeah, back. Yeah, and I stayed up watching it, and I just forgot like how good it was. And yeah, I saw Al Pacino's performance was, and I was like, "Man." Yeah, and it wasn't like I didn't send them an email. Like, guys, this is the kind of movie because they would have been like, "Javon, it's been out for years." Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, "No, guys, well, there's a remake." Yeah, there's, <laughs> you know, that's I don't even know if I would want to touch it. I don't know. If that I would. movie is bonkers. Yeah. though. I remember it coming on, and my parents made us leave like like yes. they didn't they didn't know that because that was also was kind of the first time we kind of saw Charlize right like yeah yeah, yeah. well yeah. she's been out for a while but it was like one of like one, one of her earlier role. roles yeah and Keanu of course oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you have to was, love Keanu that was good work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um so you know I'm, I'm looking again at just like from fences mm-hmm. to mother mother <laughs> I really like how there's an exclamation point at that and then like the leftovers and then overlord and then coming up central park mm-hmm. five it's like these roles like you know fences is very you know stagey like a stage play and sure. very like dramatic whereas like mother again that was a like it's almost like a devil's advocate thing it was almost yeah, it was like really bonkers but and I, I loved it i know there's there's mixed opinions on it but i love that movie and then the leftovers mm-hmm. makes your brain brain bleed. Like, of course, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <that's dangerous. laughs> and then you know you have Overlord, which is very kind of like genre, mm-hmm. absolutely. And but you know, and then Central Park Five is based on a true story. Absolutely. And, and but you know, when you choose your roles, you know, how do you uh, or like when you go out for roles or when you you want roles, like mm-hmm. what you said. How does that kind of reflect your own like identity and like the old your own like narrative you want to tell for for yourself? Well, I think the main thing is just me trying to align myself with projects and characters that allow me to to you know portray different people. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it's very easy <laughs> to uh, to fall into like a certain pattern of of characters you can play. And I mean, when you first start out, I think that that's just a part of it for yeah. everyone. Yeah. Because I could 
easily tell you that like as far as Corey from Fences or Michael Murphy from Leftovers or Boyce from Overlord, like they all have like this apparent uh, sincerity and just like they're they're nice guys. Mm-hmm. I can find similarities between those guys, mm-hmm. but then I can also find plenty of differences as far as their attitudes and you know the the things that helped me play those characters are different. Mm-hmm. But I think you know, I don't know. I guess I seem like a like a generally nice guy to <laughs> on screen because those are yeah. nice characters. Yeah. But you know, I just want to try to you know play different play different people who are going through different experiences that are different from my own. Mm-hmm. And I think. I've been fortunate with these roles. Even um, there's another project I did for Facebook. Sorry for your loss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was, you know, completely different as well. And I, like I said before, I've just been really lucky to find characters that I continue to find interesting. Mm-hmm. As long as it's interesting and there's a story to tell, and these and these people have layers, and you know, narratives that you can really sink into, then I'm always gonna give it a fair shot or a fair read. Mm-hmm. And I've just been lucky so far to be able to work with filmmakers who want me to continue to push myself and play different roles yeah with like with everything that's going on with people kind of like standing up for you know and asking for a change in hollywood when it mm-hmm. comes to storytelling with people of color and i mean with you know people of color people of the lgbtq community mm-hmm. women what excites you most about the future of of being part of this this kind of realm of storytelling i think it's just that yeah. i think that it is that it is becoming much more diverse you yeah. know what i mean and i think that now there's an even broader uh, I guess spectrum for what types of projects will be greenlit, mm-hmm. what type of projects will be, you know, getting on screen, big and small screen. So, I mean, just being able to be a part of this, I guess, era mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. witnessing it is, it's a blessing in itself. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's really cool. And now we're seeing so many talented artists out there that yeah. maybe five or 10 years ago, we wouldn't have seen. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I think it's a great time. And, you know, I'm excited just to be witness. Yeah, yeah, no. I think that's the best way to answer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so, and also we like to like kind of wrap up the interview, like just talk about like what's next for you. We know you, you have, uh, well, Overlord's already out, but mm-hmm. then you also have uh, Jack Ryan mm-hmm. season Second two. Season yeah. um, and then uh, Central, Central Park, Park 5, 5, which you mentioned. And then a violent, it, I'm, I'm, is it a violent? A violent heart. A violent yeah. heart. I was going right. to say yeah. 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 Director Karen Singh yeah, is a yeah. brilliant uh, young filmmaker. But um, I'm really excited about that as well. And I believe... That should be in the first quarter of next year. Yeah, start, mm-hmm. I think. Is there anything that you haven't done that you're really itching to do? Uh, yes, but <laughs> for the sake of not jinxing it, yeah. But there, are, but there are people. There are people that obviously in the industry that I want to work with, and mm-hmm. they know who they are at this point. Mm-hmm. You they, don't want to put it contact. out there and manifest. Yeah, yeah. You don't, are, are you like not, you don't believe in this? You don't. You're more of a jinx rather than manifest. Yeah, yeah. I no, kind of. It depends. On no, the I day. think I'm the same way. <laughs> yeah, like no, I don't too. like. I want, I'm not going to say anything or, about it. Not even that. It's jinxing. It's like. I don't know. It just sound, almost sounds like a radio shout out, like to like your boyfriend or girlfriend. Like, this goes out to you know what I mean. It's like I'd be like, blah blah blah. I want to work with you, and I yeah. imagine it being the car. Like, oh my god. Well, I will say we've had a couple of guests on here that have like voiced what they wanted to do, totally. and they've actually gotten meetings. Yes, they, they, they heard him say it on the on the podcast. Yeah, just, just, not, just, not, just, not, not no, to brag. No, 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 that's all right. one of the person, one of the people that I'm really like excited to work with, like immediately. I've already like had the meeting and all that. Oh, so well, there you like, go. Well, so it'd be like, there you go. it'd be like, yeah, yeah. I heard you already. Not at all. So, so I'm well, just gonna leave sense. it. The foundation has been built. I want to work with everyone. <laughs> well, that makes yeah, yeah, sense. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> when is the last time you cried tears of joy? Last time I cried tears of joy. Oh. oh. We're getting deep here. Yeah. <laughs> 
I just have a horrible memory. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Last time I cried tears of joy would probably be seeing my younger sister. Um, she was going to like, I think she's going to homecoming or prom. Aww. And she, everybody lives on the everybody lives on the East Coast. Everybody's yeah, still yeah. back home in Maryland. So I don't see them as often, mm -hmm. probably as I should. Mm -hmm. But um she's like growing up now, she's sixteen years old. And Aww. it's just weird to like get pictures from from my mom yeah. seeing Michaela and it's just like, wow. <laughs> you know, as as a big brother. Yeah. I'm not even the oldest brother, but yeah. as a big brother with two young sisters, Michaela and Mariah, I'm just like, oh man, knockouts, man. Yeah, I know, you miss those moments. <laughs> yeah. I don't have, I, my, it's for me, it's my cousins, like they're much younger and I like seeing them like doing like school and like do like, it's just like, I I really, and they're back in Texas. And yeah. I don't get to see it. And it's just kind of like, you know, phone, like it's like. You phone, phone I see people like my, my little cousins and stuff in high school and college and I'm like, I'm glad I'm not in that position <laughs> anymore. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you do miss those moments. Of and, like, well, yeah, yeah, the yeah, fun yeah, moments, yeah. not the actual going to actual oh, yeah. like, I mean, classes and homework. Did she have did she have a date? She did. Oh shit. Um, <laughs> oh god. Are you are you that type of brother? I'm oh. not as bad as my older brother. Oh, okay. Older okay. Way worse. She's yeah, like, yeah. man, I'm going with him. Yeah. <laughs> so how many how many are you total siblings? Four. Okay. Oh, okay. So two and boys and two girls? No. Yeah. Two oh, boys and girls. And then you know my parents, they divorced and remarried. So oh, okay. like we so have steps. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But everybody like gets along. So, like, yeah. Weird huge man. <laughs> <laughs> so uh Overlord's kind of a scary movie. You know, there's a, there's a horror element to <laughs> there. Yeah. Um, but what's the scariest movie you've ever seen? The scariest movie that I've ever seen. That every time you see it, it gets you. Yeah, like you have to sleep with the lights on. It would have to be. It would have to be between the Babadook oh. or um, or the Conjuring. The Conjuring <laughs> freaked me the out. Is, the Conjuring is rough. When yeah, like when you're laying there in the dark, you're expecting to see two hands come out and clap. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> like that. Oh yeah. I, don't I mean, to be that. if that was like modern, like Evil Dead, like the older Evil. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Crazy too, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Mine was it, but I I was able the to new see one the, or the no first the, one? the first one. the first one yeah I could not watch it he like, is any part. clown yeah the, that Bray's, clown yeah I, I don't mess with clowns <laughs> no no yeah, yeah, no. yeah. Um, okay, uh, describe yourself in three hashtags. Three hashtags. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> we're, then you we're, have to we're, explain why we're we're digging into <laughs> it. I'm trying to think because there was there was some that like I was joking around with with John David about when I was in New York for Central Park. Ava wanted me to get bigger, mm -hmm. like to play to play the guy I'm playing. His name is Antron because he when he went to prison he like got Both big. That, uh -huh. So I put on like 20 pounds while I was doing Jack <laughs> Jack Jack Ryan and I remember I kept telling him hash, hashtag trap trap zone for like your trap. Oh, oh. Like, really so it's like trap zone trap season. But <laughs> I can't remember the other ones. Oh, that's a good there were like two one. other ones that I was doing, but just like through conversation. Oh man, it's so bad. I can't think of them right hashtag now. Hashtag trap zone. Yeah, but, trap yeah. season was like the main one. Trap. Hashtag um, cozy, which is from ASAP Mob. That's like okay. ASAP Rocky's game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. They just call it cozy. Like somebody who's like dressed, they think they're fly and you know they're dressed comfortably, so they call it. They're like, man, that's cozy. That's cozy. Oh, right oh I have not I, heard I, it. Me and my best friends say that a lot. To like, is that around. an East Coast thing? It's in New York, yeah, because okay. they're all the ASAP miles from New York. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's cozy. I've never heard that one. Now, when I say it, doesn't sound cool. <laughs> that looks cozy. But they, <laughs> but they, but they say it, and they're rappers for one. Yeah, they yeah, get away yeah. with saying everything, and yeah, they have yeah. like New York 
accent the New York from Harlem to, yeah, to yeah. like Cody, yeah. and you're like, oh man, that sounds cool. Yeah, that sounds cool. I'm gonna start saying like that, when I, I say it, it looks like you're on the couch with a blanket, <laughs> drinking hot cocoa. Like that's cozy. Yeah, that's cozy. Yeah, that is. All right, new word. Hashtag cozy. Come on, happen. Come on. And then our final question: We ask this to all our guests. You know, is there an underrepresented voice in the industry, whether it be an actor, writer, producer, director? Who's not in the mainstream that you think deserves more shine? Oh man, there's wow, there's a lot. We know, yeah, we, yeah, we ask, oh, yeah. Just like, yeah, you're, you're just more like... than welcome to list as many as you can. We have all the time. <laughs> <I'm joking. laughs> no, no, we don't have all the time, but you know, list, oh, yeah, as many as you want. I feel like there's one in particular, this guy that I met, and he cast me in his first short film, his thesis film, and he's working, but it's like. I wouldn't even say like under he's, he's yeah. he hasn't been discovered yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But What's I, his, name? his name is Ryan Lipscomb, and he's okay. actually he's a staff writer on a TV show for HBO right now. Okay. But I'm not gonna okay. air his business out. But okay. you know he's he gave me like my first speaking. You know when you first come out here, yeah, audition yeah. for everything. You know he oh, was no, doing no. his his graduate thesis, and he cast me, and that was like the reel that I was using to go out mm. and find agents and stuff. So he mm. was kind of like you know what I mean, like indirectly like my first. I'm really getting to do some type of speaking role out here in LA. So mm -hmm. I'll never forget him for that. But he's slowly making his way and he's like, people, writers and directors around town know, know about okay. him. He just hasn't gotten it yet. Yeah, which yeah. Is right around the corner. Yeah, it's a, a lot of people are like, they're just they're just right there. And it's just that one per. I mean, it's always like that one person or one project or something. And it's Absolutely. just like, you just take off. So yeah, I have no doubt it's coming, but just yeah. to name one yeah. of many. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> there no, are there, there are a lot. There, there are a lot, lot out there. Yeah. yeah, and that's kind of like why we like to. Well, that's why we started this podcast, just to kind of give a shine to people. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 No, it's awesome things. Awesome. Yeah. yeah, cool. Well, thank you so much for being here. Yes. For stopping by. Yeah. And congrats, congrats to congrats everything. to everything. Appreciate it. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.